My sense of humor can be best described in two words, absurd sarcasm. I love dishing out sarcasm to my buddies, the more absurd, maybe the more awkward for them, the better. Uh, I, I sort of like to go there sometimes uh, in my humor, which can get me in trouble on occasion. Um, but that's how, I, that's how I really like to, you know, to poke fun at my buddies. And it's a way that I, I really show love. If you're the kind of person that I'm kind of sarcastic with and like to needle a little bit, you're probably a person that I like. Uh, and conversely, I, I do like it when people are sort of sarcastic with me, sometimes to an absurd degree. And the people that know my sense of humor and, and who know me the best are the ones who like to needle me a little bit uh, and can be sarcastic with me. Um, and, but it, there was a day about a month ago, it was the day before Thanksgiving, where in my relationship with God... Uh, God was very, very absurdly sarcastic with me that I think really illustrates this theme of joy and rejoicing that we have. It was one of those days, just you'll, you'll, you'll see why. It was the day before Thanksgiving uh, in the afternoon, and I got a phone call uh, from a body shop up in Hazelwood, and the reason I got a phone call from a body shop in Hazelwood was because about a month earlier, my car hit a raccoon on the way back from Washington, Missouri, hearing some confessions. It hit under the hood, and it hit the little radar system for my cruise control and lane keep assist, and it did a lot of damage. Thankfully, that's what car insurance is for. But I had a rental car for about two and a half weeks, and it was getting fixed. And the day before Thanksgiving, I got a call from the body shop. It was about 2.30 in the afternoon, saying, Father Schneier, we have your car. We're taking pickups till 4 p.m. So I dropped what I was doing, and it's the day before Thanksgiving, so it's a little bit hectic. But I wanted my car back after two and a half weeks, and I wanted it back for Thanksgiving. So I went and got my car. It was working great. And as I'm driving back from Hazelwood on Highway 270, at 270 and 70, a rock hit my windshield and chipped it just a little bit, gave me a little dime-sized chip, and part of me died inside. I'm driving back from getting all of this work done. That's been two and a half weeks in the making, and a rock that I didn't even know it, I couldn't even see it until it hit me, hit my windshield, and chipped it. Of course, I texted, you know, I had to send an email to the insurance guy for the archdiocese saying, good news, bad news, and then texted my esteemed pastor who, because he's MacGyver, said he could fix it the next day, which he did. Uh, but later that evening, about an hour or so later, I had to go make a communion call to St. Luke's Hospital, which I wanted to get done before the end of the afternoon. So I got the Blessed Sacrament out of the tabernacle here, and as I went out to my car, which I had parked outside, the battery was dead. At that point, I just said, uncle, uncle, like, you've got to be kidding me. I have a chip in my windshield, and I have a dead car battery after everything that's been going on for the last month, all in the span of about two hours. Um, it, all, all I could do was laugh at that point. That was all I could do. The timing for everything was just straight up biblical. One thing leading to another. Um, and so, of course, there was a parishioner who was leaving the parish, the last car on the parking lot, who I managed to flag down, thankfully. Got my car, jumped, and I went straight over to AutoZone, kept the car running in the parking lot uh, at that juncture, and got a new battery on the spot. And the man in the, in the store offered to install it for free. Uh, and he, so he was installing my new car battery, and we had a wonderful conversation. Uh, prayed for him uh, for a few things uh, by the time we got done. Uh, and I decided afterward, I was, you know, it was thanks, night before Thanksgiving, I was feeling generous. I, I decided to leave him a little tip. And normally I keep a single $20 bill 
uh, in my wallet because I really don't pay with cash very much. So I gave him my $20 bill and went straight from AutoZone down to St. Luke's. And I get into the room at St. Luke's Hospital to see this woman who I was going to meet getting discharged from the hospital. I'm like, okay, you know, technically a waste, but I'm glad she's getting, you know, released from the hospital the night before Thanksgiving. So I was talking with her and her son right there in the hospital, and uh, they were filling out paperwork, and she was leaving. And as I ended the the time there by praying together with uh, this woman and her son, uh, the son pulled me aside and said, Father, I'm so grateful for you coming. I want you to have $20. (laughs) So I walked out holding that $20, looking to the heavens and saying, you son of a gun. (laughs) You son of a gun. All of it was just so providential on so many levels. I felt like I was on the show Impractical Jokers or I was getting punked or something like that because that whole sequence for a month was something that not even my closest friends could have ever thought of, much less pulled off. And just like I love to give my friends trouble or to put them through the ringer on something like that, God was simply returning the favor as a friend. And it's it's a God who knows my sense of humor, knows what I find joy in, And where I find laughter. And that relationship has come from really a lifetime of prayer and uh, and of friendship and a way of speaking together that only someone close to me would really think of that whole sequence of events and think John would find that absolutely hysterical. And I'm so grateful that I know God enough that I could see the humor and the joy in all of those events and even see him loving me in the midst of it. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to have joy in our life. That is the central theme of this Gaudete Sunday. That word Gaudete in Latin means rejoice. It takes its name from the first word of that entrance antiphon we sang before Mass began tonight. Rejoice, Gaudete. And that joy can come in all sorts of settings. The good, the bad, the ugly, and yes, the absurd. Because there's not a single moment in our lives where our God ceases loving us. No instance, no moment, no millisecond where God is not loving us into existence, into relationship, and into life itself. There is nothing that God can't use for his good. Nothing that he can't utilize to show us his perfect love. Now true, it might be hard to see God's love when it feels like your car is oppressed by the devil himself. Or maybe even on a bigger level, when our lives might feel quite devoid of happiness on on a very deep level from things like anxiety or depression or any other suffering that might be afflicting us or those that we love. If we're able to step back and see the bigger picture and see in it our God wanting to love us in some way, shape, or form, then there is always an opportunity for joy in our lives, something to be joyful about, always something that our God wants to give us and that is worth rejoicing in. I think we forget this a lot in life. Things get hectic and busy, and we go from one thing to the other. We have to see in these moments in particular our God loving us. When my battery went out and I sank into my driver's seat in despair, believe it or not, I knew it was God loving me. Yes, he was running me through a wood chipper, but God wanted me in that whole instance, in that three hours, to sit back and be more patient, to be more docile to his will rather than my own plans and very well-thought-out schedule. To see God's presence and his love and the joyful and the frustrating in equal measure is what all of us should strive for. 
So where do we struggle to see God the most? Where do our lives feel most devoid of his presence, of his life, and of his love? Maybe we can revisit those places, those facets of our lives today, and see in them the God who desires good things for us, his beloved children, and not be afraid to laugh with and alongside our Heavenly Father, who rejoices in us and wants us to be joyful for him.